It's time for Net at Night with Amber MacArthur and Leo Laporte, episode 181. And, well, it's about time we highlighted uh, a company that's made such a big difference for us here at Twit. And for you, too. Not only can you watch Twit, but almost all your favorite podcasts, audio and video, on pretty much any device there is. We'll talk to Carson Conant of Mediafly next on Net at Night. Netcasts you love. From people you trust. This is Twit. Audio bandwidth for Net at Night is provided by Winamp for Android, the ultimate media player for your desktop and Android device, featuring wireless sync. Download it free at winamp.com slash Android. Video bandwidth for Net at Night is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y dot com. This is Net at Night with Amber MacArthur and Leo Laporte. Episode 181, recorded December 14th, 2010, Media Fly. Net at Night is brought to you by JVL Moby Games, featuring Gone Ice Fishing, their latest game for the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. Check out Gone Ice Fishing in the iTunes App Store today and visit JVL's website for more games and contests too at jvl.mobi. And by Ford and voice-activated sync, featuring true hands-free calling, turn-by-turn directions, 911 assist, and more. Available exclusively on Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury vehicles. And by Squarespace.com, the fast and easy way to publish a high-quality website or blog. For a free trial and 10% off the lifetime of your new account, go to Squarespace.com night and use the offer code N-I-G-H-T. It's time for Net at Night from Petaluma, California, US of A. I'm Leo Laporte. And I'm Amber MacArthur from snowy Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Is it snowing? It is snowing. You know, we haven't had much snow, Leo. It's been very cold, but it is snowing a lot right now. And I don't know if you heard the story about 300 motorists who are currently stuck on a highway just west of Toronto, but they've been stuck for, I think, 14 hours, maybe more than that. Um, Really scary situation. So uh, the areas around Toronto have been hit pretty hard by snow so far this year. Wow. Wow. Well, I hope you stay warm and dry inside where you are. And by the way, if you're watching on video, you might notice it's just looking gorgeous there uh what 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 did you do well, I have to thank your team for this because I have a new microphone from you guys. So hopefully the audio is better than my uh, cheap Logitech headset that I think you bought me maybe five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it was about <laughs> and, time. Uh, you know, it's done well for me, but it was definitely time to move on. And uh, Chris built me a little set here in my basement. And uh, also I'm using his broadcast camera uh, to uh, output video. Oh, so man. I it think we're getting good. close to getting it right, Leo. It's been a <sighs> rough road. Yeah, it looks spectacular. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, really excited to have the mic, you know, just kind of figuring out how to uh, work it like you do, Leo. You sound good. You sound good. So uh, today we are going to be talking with an old friend, Carson Conant, who uh, is with Mediafly. It's about time we actually got Carson on because they've really made it possible for you to listen to our shows, even watch our shows, and in some cases watch our shows live on on all sorts of platforms, including uh, TVs with uh, Yahoo Widgets and Popcorn Hour, the Roku Box, uh, Android, iPhone. It's Mediafly. is just amazing. So we're going to get Carson on and talk a little bit about what Mediafly is and does. Great. And uh, there is a ton of tech news to talk about this week. But just quickly, Leo, I have to know, was Lil Web good? Yeah, well, what's what could be bad about Paris, which where it snowed, by the way, 
Um, I know. It was really, it was really fun. I had a, I had a blast. And uh, Loic Lemur, who does the web with his wife Geraldine, you know, when they first did it, did it, you know, Loic is seismic.com. and yeah, I, I use their desktop application uh, for tweeting. I really like it. They originally remember he started the company. There's an example of a company that had a second chapter. His first chapter, they were doing video blog comments. I think was kind of the idea, or little short videos, kind of like 12 seconds, which is also gone away yeah and he decided no maybe there's a better business doing uh at first i think air clients for uh, twitter and now his uh, seismic desktop uh, it, it, you know is amazing he's got a i think he's got a windows version that uses wpf he's got a, still has an air version has a web-based version and it supports facebook and all the other social networks it's really a great social network dashboard so Loic puts this on with uh, with Geraldine. They started with like 200 people, uh, I think, eight years ago. Now it's a big deal. There were 3,500 entrepreneurs from all over Europe. And what he does is he brings entrepreneurs mm -hmm. from California mostly, um, or the U.S. in general, but, but a lot of them from San Francisco, to uh, kind of meet European entrepreneurs and, uh, and talk about, uh, you know, tech startups and so forth. It's really great. Really was a lot of fun. Leo, I don't know if there was a whole lot of business happening over there because all I saw were food tweets. Well, there's a lot of eating, but you're a lot of eating. You're in Paris for crying out <laughs> loud. You got to eat. <laughs> but yeah, no, but you're right. There was uh, there was a lot of eating, but there was also a lot of business uh, getting done. It was uh, uh, I met some really interesting people. Uh, Dennis Crowley of uh, Foursquare. Uh, I got to interview him. Uh, Brent Hoberman, who is a very well-known English entrepreneur. Um, so I had fun. And, uh, you know, Kevin was supposed to be there. Kevin Rose didn't go. But, uh, gosh, so many people uh, I know were there, including Sarah Lane, who does iPad Today with her yeah. uh, friend M.G. Siegler, who writes for TechCrunch. Mike Arrington and I had a little – I went in the speaker's lounge, and Mike is lounging on a the, – the, the speaker's lounge had some chairs. It was very French. They had some weird, very modern chairs. But they also had, like, a a, a, a pile of mattresses and cushions and beanbag. You could kind of lounge. And I, I go in there, and there's Mike Arrington lounging – lying down he'd taken off his shoes in state and talking you know he has his people surrounding him because of course he's the most were they fanning him because i have a real great visual image yeah, right feeding now. him grapes <laughs> well you know he's so powerful in the in the startup thing and, and uh so it was, it was it was like the king in his court and i walk in and he says what is it with you leo would you make up your mind do you love me or do you hate me so we, oh my <laughs> that was fun we had a very nice conversation okay. i shook his hand remembering after the fact that he doesn't want to shake hands because it spreads germs, but what the hell. So Ooh, it, <laughs> he, was, he was promoting touching elbows for a while. And I think subconsciously I know that because every time I see him, I, I, I like reach to shake his hand. And he moves backwards? No, he shakes my hand. Oh, he does. Okay, To that's his good. credit, he doesn't, he doesn't recoil in revulsion. <laughs> he, he shakes <laughs> that's my hand. That's hilarious. But it was fun. Now, we do have a lot of tech news. I'm, I'm not going to belabor this. So uh, much, yeah. Before we I'm get sure to it, can I do a commercial, yeah, yeah. though? Cause I, oh, uh, yes, we, please. We have a new sponsor, and I think you know who they are. I sure do. Uh, yeah, JVL Moby. Tell me a little bit about them, because uh, you know, I know some of their games. In fact, I'm downloading right now uh, their new Gone Ice Fishing, which is so appropriate for Canada. It is so appropriate in this uh, snowy weather. Well, JBL Mobi makes a ton of different mobile applications, you know, both for the iPhone as well as the iPad. And they're really just quick little games that you can play, whether you're waiting at a bus stop or, you know, you're sitting at home and you have some time to kill. And they're a lot of fun. I mean, they definitely are sort of in the category of angry birds. Uh, uh, gone ice fishing, the one you're about to download. I actually have it here and uh, I was playing it before the show. Um, a super fun game that it's kind of like whack-a-mole, Leo, which I know you're familiar mm -hmm. with. Um, but 
But the idea of this particular game is that all of these little fish pop up and then you have to hit the fish as they pop up and not hit the polar bears and uh, not hit the divers as well. And then... Oh, it's kind you, of like uh, Fruit Ninja. Yeah, 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 a little bit like that. Um, so, you know, you you have to get some, uh, you have to get pretty fast with this. Obviously, doing it backwards is not that easy, but uh, <laughs> it's it's super fun and addictive. Again, kind of like Angry Birds. Um, so they have a bunch of other games and my company, just as sort of a disclaimer, <laughs> we're working with them to get them set up in the social media world because while they've been developing all of these great games, they haven't really been interacting with their audience online and they know they have tons of fans out there. So we got them set up on Twitter under JVL Moby, um, on Facebook as well under JVL Moby and they're doing great giveaways. We're giving away iPads, um, uh, iPods. And so um, a great opportunity for people to kind of get in touch and learn more about them, but also uh, try some of their games out. I don't think you'll be disappointed. That's neat. Do you, are they Canadian? Um, they are Canadian, so they're based in Canada, and uh, I think they have developers uh, all over the world, and they definitely are a global company, so um, they have, you know, their downloads, I mean, they've definitely surpassed millions of downloads wow. with their multiple games, like, um, another one is What's the Difference, which is kind of a fun game where you essentially take two photos and you find what's different in the photos, you know, that's a very traditional um, game, but again, you know, they're, they're, they're great, they're easy to consume, and I've never been a gamer, I mean, Leo, you know this, <laughs> because I, I feel as though it takes a lot of effort to learn how a lot of you know a lot of video games to get caught up to, to get up to date on how you actually play them and interact and all of the different uh, idiosyncrasies but with games like this uh, it's so easy to pick them up you know i picked up uh, gone ice fishing and within 30 seconds you know how to play and that is my type of game <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> i love it you go to jvl.mobi to find out more about them and their games what's the difference double quiz gone ice fishing underwater mess seems like these would be fun for kids too and, yeah, uh, there's a lot of fun games for kids, too. Yeah, yeah. you could find out more at jvl.mobi, but of course they're on the iPhone and the iPad, and you'll find them in the uh, iTunes store as well. Yeah, and follow, definitely follow them on Twitter under jvlmobi, and uh, again, it's a chance to get entered in all of their contests. They have sort of um, weekly and monthly contests for giveaways, so all you have to do is really follow them and, or add them as a friend on Facebook. I'm, gonna, uh, I'm downloading Gone Ice Fishing right now. Okay, you're going to be playing while we're talking, Leo. I know it. I like that. <laughs> I know. I like it too. I like um, your tweet. I love my job. <laughs> I know. It's such a great job. I'm thinking like literally, Chris, don't bother me. I have to play Gone Ice Fishing before the show starts. I'm trying you to know? do my job. Isn't that, those are the, the glory moments, right? I uh, have to love them. Did you so, love this story about Gawker? Now, there's good and there's bad. First of all, Gawker got hacked, right? All the Gawker yeah. sites. Yeah, Gawker got hacked. Um, so uh, a group went in and uh, essentially made public, I think, a couple of hundred thousand um, emails and passwords of people who use the many different Gawker sites to log in and leave comments, everything from Lifehacker. You know, there's a, a bunch of different sites that they do. Uh, and uh, it was a, it's been a huge story and a huge issue for them. And I've kind of been following it. And, and the most interesting thing I saw was some of the most common passwords that people are using on Gawker. And I think of that audience is somewhat tech savvy. Well, it's Lifehacker. It's, I mean, uh, it's a Gizmodo. Gizmodo. Yeah. I know. And then I looked at the Wall Street Journal article where they talked about the most popular Gawker passwords. You know, number one is one, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> number two is password. Number three is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And the list of stupidity goes on it's and It's amazing. On. QWERTY, ABC123, the ever popular one, 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 one. Monkey is in Monkey. there. Leo, zero. That was like number 10 zero. or 11. Let zero. me in. Trust no one. That's a good password. No one will guess. Superman, baseball, I love you, sunshine, princess, Star Wars, and the ever-popular cheese. Cheese. <laughs> 
I hey, know. Jeez, that's my password. You know, I guess the point is made appropriately that, you know, nobody cares if you hack, somebody gets into your life hacker site. Uh, it's just so you can comment. On the other hand, I do worry because a lot of people, and I include myself in this, use the same password for many, many sites. Yeah, definitely. I, I just wrote an article about this for the Globe and Mail, just talking about how it's a good idea. I mean, you know this, to have at least two or three different passwords and kind of uh, use one password for maybe content sites like this. Use another uh, password for more um, important sites like your financial banking uh, website. So you use just one password for them. So if any of the content sites get hacked, you know, people aren't able to use that password to get into your bank, for example. Um, and I have about three passwords that I use on a regular basis. Another one, a separate one for my email as well and uh you know i'm always going into like microsoft has a place where you can check to see if your password is strong enough but i would you know one two three four five six password all of these different passwords that people are using i mean i'm not saying you're asking for it but i think people need to be more careful especially in uh you know, 2010 and going into 2011 when we know people are hacking into sites all the time i just let me you know of course we've talked about uh, uh on security now we've talked about this and i and i use and i know steve uses and recommends uh a free program called LastPass at lastpass.com oh, works on everything. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I'm going to set my uh, my wife up with this because she, you know, the problem is people want a password they can remember. Of course, uh, And yeah. so this is this is what I recommend. If you're not going to use LastPass is to go to SuperGenPass, SuperGenPass.com. It's a password generator. And what it does is you, you copy a bookmark to your toolbar and then it will... You, you have one master password. It still is the same point of, I only have one password to remember, and it could even be monkey. But then it hashes the website you're on with the password. So each website gets a unique, totally random-looking password um, that is based on a master password. So you can easily remember it and recreate it using the SuperGenPass bookmark. But no hacker is going to be able to extrapolate from any site what your other passwords are. And there really are good, strong passwords, even if you use a not-so-strong password as your master. It's just used as a seed for the hash. So uh, supergenpass.com would solve a lot of these problems and, and, and still give you something that you don't have to remember 800 different passwords. Yeah, I mean, I think that's part of the issue. And I think also uh, this is just on the heels of everything that's been happening with WikiLeaks and uh, hackers, you know, hacking into Amazon. And I know those are they're totally different reasons. Um, however, I think it's, hopefully it's made people just more aware that they should uh, be a little safer when they are using different passwords across multiple websites. Super Gen Pass, by the way, I should mention, somebody asks in the chat room, what happens if they go out of business? Doesn't matter. It's just JavaScript in that bookmarklet. You don't actually contact them. They don't see anything. It's just a little JavaScript program that this guy wrote that is in the password uh, bookmark. And it's just doing a little hash on it. It's, uh, it's gotcha. you know, it's not super, 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 super secure. Uh, but it's more than secure enough uh, for almost everything. I use it all the time, and I have a master password, which I remember, and I use it on almost every site. And I, I don't even mind telling people that because uh, it works very well. And LastPass, if you want even a better solution. Story two. Okay, story number two. I really, really, really liked uh, this post. It's from uh, Twitter, and uh, they put up a uh, link to the most powerful tweets of 2010, uh, including images. And at first, I thought they were going to be kind of fluffy, you know. But when you go through them, I think it makes us kind of remember some of the more important moments of this past year. Um, they have some nice pictures attached to it. Uh, the first one uh, being U.S. Air Force when uh, they uh, they're saying, "Find a way to let Doctors Without Borders planes land in Haiti." Now, by the um, way, these are not the most common subjects tweeted because I saw that list from Twitter as well. And the number one story, 
the number one tweet subject was the BP oil spill. These are the most powerful tweets, the most tweets powerful. that really made an impact. And Ann Curry's tweet to the to the U.S. Air Force. Ann Curry, of course, the news person. Uh, I'm not sure who she works for, but uh, saying to the U.S. Air Force, find a way to let Doctors Without Borders plans land in Haiti. And uh, that, I mean, that's pretty cool. She convinced yeah. the Air Force to let a flight land, and it worked. That's pretty cool. And I think, I mean, you're, you have a, you made a really good point here, Leo, that sometimes the most popular things aren't the most important right. <laughs> um, or the, the best. And I, it reminds me of the top videos on YouTube, which are just all over the map. And I think it was an article in Newsweek where they said just because it's popular doesn't mean it's good. And uh, I love the idea that Twitter has kind of gone through all of the tweets. And, and most of these are memorable. You know, number two, we have um, the White House welcoming the president of Russia to Twitter. And I remember that um, where uh, the Kremlin Russia says, hello, everyone. Everyone. I'm on Twitter and this is my first tweet. Uh, so those are definitely moments on Twitter and, and the list kind of goes on from there. There was a great talk at LeWeb from um, uh, somebody who uh, works in government in uh, kind of, um, I think it was he was the World Economic Forum. And he talked about how many of the leaders of the G20 tweet. Uh, you know who's very active on Twitter and he's, it is clearly him is Hugo Chavez of Venezuela. That's a big oh, Twitter. Wow. But, but, but what he did a little study on not only who's tweeting, who's really tweeting, who's not really tweeting, but who follows whom, which leaders oh, follow other that's leaders. Interesting. And 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 the points made on this Twitter post that you don't need the red phone anymore. You can DM each other. You can yeah, DM each that's other. True. Isn't that hysterical? <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. I mean, you can just imagine some hey, of these world leaders hey, doing hey, that. Med Med Medvedev, we, we've got a problem here. <laughs> and Quick. I think you, I mean, you look at some of the different leaders and some of them kind of get Twitter because I've, I've yes. kind of looked at this as well yes. and some of them really don't. I mean, the, the Prime Minister of Canada, Stephen Harper, for example, he uses Twitter. And I mean, I know it's not actually him, but no one ever interacts with anyone on Twitter. You know, it's all, just using it as a broadcast platform. Right. Um, never retweeting, never responding responding or anything and uh, it's interesting to see the leaders who do a good job well that was also a recent story showing that more than half the people who use twitter never read anybody else's tweets they're just Bleh! and not list they're talking but not listening not listening and that's yeah, not a surprise to me you know uh, one of the, the this guy who gave this speech what was what a great speech i'll see if i can find his name before the end of the show um he said the the tweet the tweet that was most impactful to him was one from the president's uh, Barack Obama's uh, uh, Twitter feed, which normally he doesn't do, but in this case, I think he did when he received the Nobel Peace Prize, a one-word tweet, humbled. And yes. I think that was probably him. And yeah. it is pr that's pretty powerful that the, the, the leader of the free world receives the Nobel Peace Prize, one of, uh, probably the most prestigious award in the world, and where does he react first to it with a one-word tweet uh, pretty amazing you know where how far yeah. this has come Oh, it is amazing. I just have to read one more. This is from um, the CEO, uh, Jonathan Schwartz, before he left Sun Microsystems. Oh, and yeah. Oh, yeah. He, this tweet is awesome. Today's my last day at Sun. I'll miss it. Seems only fitting to end on a haiku. Financial crisis, stalled too many customers, CEO, no more. Wow. <laughs> so wow. creative. I know. And like I looked at these and I thought, you know, this is nice because I've been, you know, the end of the, the year, Leo, you've been doing this too. You get all these emails right. about the top 10 lists and many of them are meaningless, let's face it. Like, I'm almost embarrassed of the top search terms on Google. You know, is this really what we're searching for? Lady but when Gaga. I saw this, yeah. yeah, I saw this. I thought, you know, this is hopefully this is more our world. <laughs> I want to believe, Leo. Yeah, yeah. Facebook also talked a little bit about its uh, top stories of the year. We'll get to that in just a second. Amber MacArthur is here. Carson Conant is going to join us in just a little bit to talk about Mediafly. 
and uh, how Mediafly is putting this show and many others, by the way, it's not just our podcast, but making many podcasts much easier to watch and listen to on a variety of devices. Before we do that, though, I'd like to talk about another favorite of yours, Amber, Squarespace.com. Love we love Squarespace. We're really glad that we can do ads for Squarespace because we all use Squarespace. We use it for our blog, inside.twit.tv. I know Amber, uh, your partner Chris, uses it for his photo blog. He's a very yeah, talented sure photographer. Uh, Squarespace is the best way to make a professional-looking website you know, and, and by the way, I apologize, Amber, because Amber's one of Amber's businesses is helping people make great looking websites. Oh, no, no, that's OK. We always recommend Squarespace. <laughs> you don't really need, uh, you know, pro designer to do it. Go to Squarespace.com and take a look at some of their amazing professionally designed templates. I mean, they just look fantastic. And the thing is, you're not stuck with the template. That's just the starting point. You take the template and you can completely customize it using Ajax drag and drop. You don't have to know any special code or CSS. You just design it with your eyeball. And uh, But if you do know CSS, of course, or JavaScript, it's completely developer-friendly as well. And that's, I think, one of the reasons people who uh, do website design for a living often do recommend Squarespace because you can start on your own, but you can also make it uh, anything you want with uh, the help of pros. And things like social integration, that's just superior to anybody. I mean, not just Twitter and Facebook, but Flickr and um, uh, quick and Pandora and on and on and on. Um, seamless blog importing too. So if you've got an existing site on movable type WordPress typepad or the Blogger API, you can import and export your content. You're never you're never trapped there. Photo galleries, forms, statistics too that are second to none. You really know what's going on. And now Squarespace is not just software; it's hosting too. So and some of the best hosting out there. Their very uh, advanced virtual te server technology means you'll never go down for lack of bandwidth. They can turn on bandwidth on a dime uh, automatically. So you, you oh, no, I've never seen a Squarespace site go down. Me neither. It starts at $12 a month um, and up from there, depending on the features you want. But no matter what, if you use the offer code NIGHT, when you sign up, you'll save 10% for life. Now, I recommend you try it first. And you can try it so easily, so simply for free. Just go to squarespace.com slash night. Click the green Try It Free button. Fill in a couple of form fields, you know, your site name, your password, your email address, and a capture, and boom, you've got a site. It's good for two weeks. You can import all your data. You can play with it to your heart's desire. Get it looking the way you want to. And then you decide if it's something you'd like to keep. Squarespace.com, if you do decide to keep it, make sure you use the offer code NIGHT for 10% off for the life of your site. Squarespace, the secret behind exceptional websites. And Leo, I hate building websites. I have to say, um, I think all of us do. It's the most frustrating experience in the world. I mean, terrible. I love doing social media consulting, but the reality is when you start building sites, I mean, it's a time sucker. It, you know, it always takes more effort than you think it will. So we often re recommend Squarespace and, uh, you know, it's a very user-friendly uh, interface. And so I'm happy to see people up there. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So everybody's doing it. You mentioned Google Zeitgeist, Yahoo did it, Bing did it. The top, you know, trends of 2010. It's a big subject. Facebook has also uh, done something. The top status trends of the year. Yeah, so these are the top, uh, top status trends. Um, now, the first one, Leo, I'm going to admit that uh, I really didn't know what this meant. <laughs> HMU, hit me up. That was number one. Oh, dear. Did Is you that a that? bad word? 
No, hit no, me up just means give me a call. Hit me up. Give me a call. Yeah, me yeah. But it, I was very surprised, and I've read a lot about um, this particular uh, uh, trend that came out, and a lot of people are saying the same thing. You know, so it must be, I think, a, a younger generation on Facebook who uses this all the time. So it's just not really in my HMU, world. HMU, exactly. You're too yeah. old. Um, a few other things, though. World Cup uh, movies, iPad, and iPhone four. Yeah. Uh, not a big surprise. Haiti, and of course, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Bieber Fieber. Bieber fever, Bieber, you've fever. got to make it to the list. Yeah. Uh, games on Facebook, minors, airplanes, and uh, 2011. So no big surprises here, but uh, HMU, that kind of, uh, that's, that's the only one, one that, uh, um, you know, sort of took me for uh, a bit because uh, I just didn't know what it meant right away. Hit me up. It says uh, the year's biggest surprise in early 2009, the acronym HMU was virtually unheard of. Only a few posts a day contain. This shows you the viral nature of this stuff. Uh, you know, a year ago, only a few posts a day. By 2010, 20 posts a day. Then 1,600 posts a day. Then, get this, uh, by the end of the summer this year, 80,000. 80,000. 80,000 HMUs a day. I'm going to start using that all the time. <laughs> HMU. HMU. Hey, HMU. <laughs> get with the program, people. Yeah. It's this. It's the equivalent of doing the thing with the finger and the thumb, right? Of course. HMU. No, I know. I should have known. I should have known. I didn't know. I didn't know. Now, a few more links. Uh, the Social Network is nominated for six Golden Globes. That just happened uh, today. I just wanted to mention it because we've had Dana Brunetti on the show, and uh, um, I know we've both seen the movie, so I think that will probably do pretty well. Probably, probably uh, an Oscar in its future, I would guess. I would say so. Um, uh, also, Google launches YouTube Trends for the latest viral videos. I just stumbled across this today, and it's kind of funny because they launched this new, I don't know if you call it a microsite, on a YouTube site where they're following along with the most popular videos but giving a little bit of backstory and uh, just providing more context around the videos themselves. But they launched this with a video from the Gregory brothers. I uh, know. And we use, <laughs> although I don't think, I think the video is kind of awful. I don't know if yeah. you watched it. No. But it's one, you know, I think this sometimes is what happens when a company goes and hires really creative people to do something. And, um, you know, they just don't maybe have the freedom that they, they have when they do something on their own. And so I, I didn't even want us to play it because it was, it just fell flat for me. <laughs> this, uh, uh, the, the, we were actually at Google yesterday meeting with uh, product directors talking about different uh, products. And Anna, who's uh, one of the product directors at Google, uh, was talking about this, this site that they're, uh, they're doing, uh, the YouTube uh, trend site. It's kind of neat. She also, uh, and we're going to get somebody on. I, I actually said, let's get them on for a net at night. You know, that, that day in the life thing that they did is, uh, is going to be oh, at yeah, Sundance. Yeah. And we're going to get, I think we can get the director who uh, did all the great. editing on. So, uh, I, you know, I'm trying to get some good people here for us. And uh, who else? Um, oh, I asked her about Vivo. Oh, I love Vivo so much. Now, did, was it just me or did you think that YouTube and Vivo were like the same? Like, it's not, you know. I thought YouTube was Vivo. It's the record uh, labels use YouTube on their Vivo sites. Oh, I didn't yeah. know. So Google doesn't own Vivo. No. I thought I, they did. Yeah, I said that to her. She said, no, no. <laughs> I said, well, how common is it that companies would wrap entire sites around your, you know, you provide the video and we'll do everything else. Yeah. She said, that's actually very common. Uh, huh. fun, Funny or Die does that. The Onion does that. They're all using YouTube. So Vivo, which I, I really thought was like a YouTube brand, isn't it? It's a that's universal right. records brand. They put their, 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 
their artists on it, including, of course, quite most famously Lady Gaga. And it uses YouTube video. It's using the YouTube player within the Vivo huh. site, but it is not a Google site, which I, I thought was very interesting. That's interesting. See, it's mm -hmm. so well done that I just expected it was Google. I would never imagine one of the labels coming out with that. I know. Um, <laughs> I, 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 know. I, I hate to say that. Uh, but just the other day, my friend Marcella, who I think you know, uh, she was she always watches music videos. She's really into music, and she was going on to YouTube, and I said, you haven't heard of Vivo? And this, is surpri this surprises me because a lot of people haven't heard of it, but it's an amazing place to go to watch your the most recent videos. Right. Um, but uh, I still I don't it. think it's going to reached that mainstream point yet but maybe if google had it it would <laughs> so youtube trends is actually a blog spot youtube-trends.blogspot.com and you can see what the hot youtube this isn't just for 2010 this will be a continuing yeah, thing, it's going to continue. Right? So, yeah. you know, when I saw this, though, because I think of our friend Andrew Barron, who runs Rocket Boom, and right. he does Know Your Meme, I thought a lot about, and Magma as well. Right. I was thinking about this because Magma focuses on, you know, the top videos, the most popular videos, and then Know Your Meme provides that context around some of those videos. And I, I sort of wondered, it seems like Google sort of bored some of those ideas. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting to see how this evolves. But a pretty yeah. neat site, and I think... Uh, it's about time because I think people uh, obviously are hooked. I, actually, there was a stat here that I had 35 <laughs> hours of I'm video. Sorry. I shouldn't to, be watching these YouTube videos, but I can't help it. <laughs> I know. 35 hours of video is uploaded to YouTube every single minute. Yes. It was. Remember, it was 24 just a, a couple of months ago. It's I know. growing like topsy. And Leo, if you go onto YouTube right now, you can find this great video where you and I are talking about uh, uh, the beginning of YouTube. Isn't that funny? I know. I know. And now it's like, uh, this is, well, same thing with Twitter, right? I remember when Twitter was just this little place that, you know, you and I and a few close friends went to. <laughs> now everybody uses it. It's, oh, I know. It's so funny. Yeah. We're ahead of our time, I suppose. <laughs> Let us, uh, we're going to get a tip of the week here in just a bit and then get our guest Carson Conant uh, on the air now, LinkedIn, and then and then uh, and then I'll mention uh, one more uh, spot. But LinkedIn has a, a list. Before we get, I'll cart Carson while you talk about okay, this. sure, uh, yeah. Phrases you uh, should not use in your resume. Yeah, LinkedIn came out with a report where they talked about the most popular things that people put in their online profiles or resumes. And then I found this uh, on, I think it was Lifehacker, where they kind of took that list and said things that you should avoid saying in your resume because they're overused. All right, let's Extensive hear it. Extensive experience is number one. Do not use that. Innovative, do not use that. Motivated, uh, results-oriented, uh, dynamic, proven track record, team player, <laughs> fast-paced, problem solver, and entrepreneurial. That so, sounds like my resume right there. I know. Isn't and I think funny? when we were all taught to write resumes, we kind of put a lot of these key words, words in there. Yeah, but yeah. the reality is they're become, they've become so overused that it just they're meaningless right now. So right. Uh, you may want to remove them from your resume if you're looking for a job <laughs> because I'm sure you've looked at lots of resumes. And I know when I see things like this, I think, you know, I'm a real team player. Like it, 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 does, it's, it doesn't mean a whole that's lot. That's the problem is they become meaningless, essentially. They they're really do. Words, and and yeah. that's, I think, the, the world that we live in right now is that um, they, they've gotten to that point. So maybe find some new creative words, um, you know, maybe HMU, something like that. <laughs> Hit me up, baby. Hit me up. Hit I need a job. That'll well, work. I remember the first time I got an HMU from Carson Conant. Carson uh, said, hey, we're doing this thing called Mediafly. And I said, oh, yeah, well, that's nice. Keep up the good work. We'd love <laughs> Let us know how it works out. And then I saw that they had done a deal to be on Roku. And I said, hey, Carson. Hit me up, baby. Hit, <laughs> Hit me, me up. up. Carson Conant's on the line right now. And I don't, I'm not getting video from you, Carson. I'm not sure why. 
Maybe because he's not on the line. Maybe it's just my imagination that he's on the line. Hello, he didn't Carson. get your HMU. He didn't. He didn't hit me up. Let me try. No. That. There we go. Now we're doing it. Okay, so now he's there. Yeah, but I don't hear him. Carson, are you? Can you? Hello, Carson. It's a nice picture. <laughs> I don't hear a thing you're saying. Am I doing something wrong? No, I don't think so. He's talking. He's talking. Carson, look at this. This There it is. It's Media Fly Headquarters. He's there in spirit. Ha, it's not me with tech problems. <laughs> yeah, this time, this time it's not you. <laughs> there we go. He's unmuted himself. Hey, Carson. Hey, now, now I had to get off my headset. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, I hear you okay now. So, Hi, Carson. Where, where are you, in the basement there? What's going on? Is this where... Yeah, <laughs> you, you'd think for a tech company, we'd have a little better bandwidth over here. <laughs> it's not the bandwidth. Hey, so th thank you, first of all. I, 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 I uh, you know, I confess that it was uh, your persistence that helped me uh, understand what you're up to. Uh, and, and thanks to you, Mediafly has put Twit almost everywhere everybody uh, is these days. What platforms does Mediafly run on? Pretty much everything. Um... And actually, a bunch of stuff that's still coming out that um, that that Twit will be featured on, of course. But you know, I mean, I've got a lot of my favorites here. So we've got, um, I, you know, I think Boxy, Roku, Roku is obviously one of the biggest ones. That was um, huge. That but, was huge for us. Yeah, 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 yeah. And still, I mean, I think, I mean, you guys are still, I think, in the top ten consistently, which is up there with Netflix and Pandora and Amazon. So I think it's, you I know, I think that. it's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. Now we've been yeah. working. You're on Android, of course. You're on iPhone. Um, I now we, I should make it clear that there's two ways you can watch Twit, for instance, on the iPhone. You can get the Twit app, but that's based on MediaFly. You made a Twit app for us, and then there's a separate MediaFly app which includes everything. It's not just Twit; it's all the properties. And and anybody who's a podcaster can be on MediaFly. Isn't that the case? Right, right. And then we, you know we take like we do with you guys, we take networks and turn them into separate apps. Right, right. But I but I think um, I mean obviously. You know your property stands stands on its own. It um, you know it, it does fantastically well. How, do you have you know, do you have numbers about how many podcasts there are on MediaFly? What do we think? Um, I think probably like thirty thousand. I want to say. Wow. But probably you know probably one thousand solid. You know are the ones that are you know actually watched and listened to. Right. I mean you know on every phone um, you know it every every almost every television it's a. Uh, uh, you know, I, I'm going to pause for a minute. Do you want to try to get your, because it's very yeah, noisy. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. try to get your headset working? Yeah, I feel like, you know, this is my first Twit experience, and here I am. Did somebody did somebody from my team uh, work with you on this, or no? We did. We did. Eileen, and we went through the whole thing, and it was okay. working great. Um, here, I'm going to try switching over to my Logitech. So, Leo? Yes, Amber. So how did you, because I noticed like Command N has a few episodes on Mediafly. So how did you sort of work with them to, if you know someone well, out gonna, there who has a pause. show. Let's pause. This is not the show. We're going to edit this out. Oh, okay. okay. So you don't need to, <laughs> you don't need a vamp because he's not going to get it working. I can almost promise you. It's dead. Okay. I'm going to poke around the site a little bit more then. Yeah, it's not working. Yeah, Leo, is, it, is the uh, headset muted? Do you have a mute button on the headset? Oh boy, not that I know of. How's that? Any better? No, no, you're still on the uh, you're still on the uh, laptop mic. 
How's that? Anybody? Ah, you got it fixed. Yay. Uh, the, the, the unplug replug works every time. Works every time. Yeah, so apologize for that. No, no, not at all. Uh, we're going to pick it up where we, uh, where we left off. I'm just looking at my Android. Uh, and not only do I have Twit TV by Mediafly, which is installed, but there's a separate Mediafly application. There's also a lot of other. There's Mediafly Music, Mediafly Sports. So what is, what, which, and CNET Audio by Mediafly, which Mediafly should I get? Uh, all of them. Which, get the paid ones. <laughs> oh, so some of them are paid, huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was interesting. Um, I was looking over. I was trying to come up with some interesting, interesting stats that we've seen. And I was looking at the, um, the downloads of your, you know, so exact same content, your app, the Twit app from Mediafly on iPhone and the Twit app on Android. Yeah. And there's almost 10x usage um, 10x higher usage on Android than there is on iPhone. What? Which I thought hmm. I thought was, was that kind of shocks of me. It's exactly the yeah. opposite of what I would have thought. Here's yeah, the, me too. Here's the Twit. So you see Twit.tv uh, by MediaFly. So if you hit that, it, I love it because you branded it and everything. But I want to make sure people understand when they see that. Uh, and and you can. This is now. I should also make the uh, important distinction. This is the podcasts. You, we're slowly working out so that you can do live streaming on all of these too, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, so the live streaming on Android is not quite where it is on iPhone. Right. But on, on iPhone, you can, you can do live stream. On the, tw the MediaFly Twit application. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on the iPad. The, with, with and the on the Roku. Yeah. yeah and yeah. now, uh, the pro right now, the provider for that, I think, is Ustream. But we're, uh, we're working on doing that ourselves, I think, so we get a higher quality uh, signal out to you. But we, that's eventually, we'd like it that you could just launch the the application and you could watch uh you know what's going on live or if that's too boring for you <laughs> you can <laughs> as you can see here i can go back all through the old net at nights and say oh I'd, i i i want to see the instagram edition and it plays back and it plays back so nicely and it's just a great app now you're putting these on tvs as well right yeah yeah and that's actually one of the places i think is is so challenging um i mean i think you know your app Let's say on Yahoo took probably six months. I want to say to get through right. the review process and, right. and live into the field. Um, That's the so Yahoo I mean, widgets version of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, once you get through, now you're on. I don't know some 10 million connected TVs. It's Isn't that cool. great? Isn't that great? Yeah. Popcorn Hour too. Same thing, right? Popcorn Hour, Boxy. Um, uh, what else? Actually, Western Digital. The um, are we Western on that Digital. as well? Yeah. It, so it's inside the MediaFly. There's it. Um, there's, they don't have the same app store model that like Roku does. So right. we actually have kind of a um, app store built into MediaFly where you can go in and add the, the Twit, essentially add the Twit app inside of MediaFly. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, and what is this? Now, this is live streaming. So the, here it is on the iPhone 4, and this is through MediaFly. So this is, this is uh, Ken just ran. Oh, there you are. Look, Carson. <laughs> You're yeah. on the iPhone. Yeah. I, you know, I had you guys up here on my Roku behind me, but I think it was killing my bandwidth. So I. Ah, uh, that's probably uh... not the good idea to do both of them. But, you know, <laughs> this, my... is, this is cool. So this is live streaming inside the MediaFly app. Oh, and now we're going to stream uh, uh, MediaFly within the MediaFly live stream. Oh, this is oh, so meta. Oh, it's so confusing now. I, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. That's very not quite sure, Actually, this not is quite looking sure exactly good. What's going on there. This is looking really good. So uh, this is the Ustream uh, version? The, uh, pardon me? This is me. Uh, yeah. We're getting yeah. three so different there's, feeds. There's, okay. there's two. There's a MediaFly option and a Ustream option, I think. Got it. Got it. So, uh, uh, cool. Because is this the MediaFly one? Yeah. This looks really good. So we're sending you a high-quality version. 
That that yeah, really looks yeah. nice. And now you're doing it again. That's uh, very confusing. So we didn't make anybody dizzy. Yeah, whoa, 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 it's going crazy. Oh, anyway. no. Hey, Carson, I have a question for you because I, I do a video show called Command N, and there's a few episodes in Mediafly. Um, I don't know how they got in there exactly, but for someone who's out there who wants to get listed and work with you guys, what's the process for that? Sure. So, um, so Mediafly is actually, you know, just kind of, um, you know, we don't, there's no cost to get in there. It's, it's really like cloud-based iTunes, really. So you, at the bottom of the site, there's a little link saying add your, add your podcast. And from that point on, it's just like iTunes. People can go there and, and they can add their podcasts. The difference is that you can then sync it to all your different devices. So the same channels you have oh, okay. on your Roku, you've got on your Android and your iPhone and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, but, what, what's your business then, model in this, uh, Carson? Because uh, are you going to, uh, uh, how do you how do you pay yeah. for this? <laughs> <laughs> are you, are you, you're afraid I'm going to call you, right? Yeah. No. Uh, so so it, it's actually funny. The same platform that, that you guys use, we license out to companies. Remax, um, for instance, uses uh, Mediafly. Remax, right? and we've got a bunch of other companies that are doing things like sales enablement, right? So if you've got a global sales force and you want to train them, um, you know, we have the ability to do that across all these different devices. So when I see the Remax University uh, by Mediafly on my Android phone, that's you. Look at Tom Merritt has his own. What the hell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. How do you like that, right? Tom Merritt's got his own Mediafly channel. Uh, I know. I don't. I don't think it has the latest video shows. We need to get that. They get that more updated. Um, <laughs> and, East and, meets and, West forecast and sort and laser. That's cool. Have we actually have a way that we've started to allow, because the platform's so robust now, we've started to allow kind of smaller podcasters to do their own apps. It's oh, something where you know we've just started doing it called Broadcast Basic. So um, okay. I'm not sure if I'm not so, sure if that fits, but you know, we, we, I think podcasting was great, but I think what we look at is how do you wrap that in an app that has you know your Twitter feed and all the other stuff that yeah, is related to your show, right? Um, so we've we've built the capability to do that really easily across all these different platforms. Now, now Samsung okay. is doing their own thing, right? They don't use Popcorn Hour or um, Yahoo Widgets. Yeah, we yeah we, we love it to see everybody keep fragmenting. Because um, <laughs> it means more, more chances <laughs> it means, for you, right? Right, right. No, yeah, so Samsung, you know, they have part of their ecosystem is on the, um, the Yahoo platform. Oh, okay. And then they've kind of got their own platform that they're also... They're also using, but you know, you're like your your Twit app that we power was featured on in, uh, on Samsung devices a couple weeks ago as the number one the number one app, right? So they still do use the Yahoo platform, um, just not exclusively. So this is, I mean, it's for somebody like um, for somebody like us. Um, it really is, you know, Revision 3 goes out and they talk to all the people individually. They got on the Roku box by themselves, but we we don't have the ability to do that. And so be, by going to MediaFly. One deal with you guys. We don't pay you for this, and uh, you got us everywhere. So I, I can't. I owe you a huge debt of gratitude, Carson. Well, it's it's good. You're you're one of our best marketing. <laughs> everybody everybody knows everybody knows Twit. Well, that's um, that's so really that's know, really nice. I really appreciate. it. At some point, do you are you planning to put advertising in this or? Yeah, actually. So we've actually been you know been, been talking to a lot of people. We have a actually a big ad initiative that'll be launching in the first quarter of the year. Um, that'll be the first time that we're really bringing advertisers in and, and matching them up with our properties. So, um, um, so we're, you know, we're still hoping that, that there's a, there's an interesting ad play with the, um, you know, with all the consumer media. It's just, um, it's funny, you know, we, I talked to a consumer media company a week and there, it's kind of like, um, that scene in, um, 
you know, um, in Footloose where you got all the guys on one side and all the girls on the other side and nobody's dancing. That's, that's kind of what we think of this, <laughs> this, this space. You got all the advertisers and all the media companies and it's, nobody's really diving into, I think, this kind of connected media space yet. Except for, except for you. Know, well, yeah, well, like you guys. I mean, you're people who are, you're not afraid of cannibalizing your old business, right? Because this, you We know, don't you have any old business to cannibalize. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, obviously, I mean, this is, I mean, video is just, think about two years ago, you didn't have the iPhone. I mean, now, um, I mean, you know, you just, you know, you're out and about, you're going to be watching Twit. You know, right. if you can't, I mean, the, literally, the, the minute that the Twit live feed hiccups, we start getting emails. Yay! I like <laughs> yeah, that. That's good. And it's not you, by the way. We should. I really want to underscore this. Don't send emails to Mediafly because it's not their fault. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We forward them on to, to Ken. <laughs> <laughs> let, him, let Ken handle it. But uh, that, it's just fantastic. I'm just looking at the list now of, uh, of devices you're on. Even, you even support things like WebOS. Um, yeah, um, yeah. There's, which, a tw there's a Twit app on WebOS. It's just, just a chumby. Um, it just it's the creative zen the sansa uh the zune so that's really great I, I, I you must have like uh somewhere else in that basement a hundred developers working on this stuff <laughs> yeah um yeah we've got, we've got a ton we got a lot that's great but um you know we we do a lot of um you know we focus on the platform here and then we got a lot of offshore development that actually builds the apps and actually a lot of the companies write the apps themselves right Except so, us. They, they want, well, I mean, like, like the, the device exceptions. companies, right? So, like, like Logitech or IQO, right. right? They wrote the app. Oh, they interesting, because they wanted me. They wanted you on their platform. That's a right. great position to be in now, where people say, "Oh, we, you know, look at all the content we get from MediaFly. We should support MediaFly." How about Google TV? Any chance of getting it on Google TV? Oh yeah, sure. Um, you know, so, so Google TV. There's really two things, right? I mean, you've got Flash. So, um, I mean, you could go to your your website and just watch watch. Right. Um, Twit. I have, and I have done that. Live.twit.tv on, on Google TV works great. Right, right. Um, and then you've got, you know, as they open up the Android marketplace, um, we actually have a, a, a tablet um, and a TV version of the, of the, um, the app that's ready oh, whenever they are. Uh -huh. So it's really up to them to say, okay, we'll flip the switch. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, so that's what, um, you know, we, it's, so what, what do you think about, what's your read on Google TV compared to? I don't like, like it. I'm a Roku fan. Uh, yeah. But I think the potential is there. I mean, I, you know, it's funny. We were talking uh, 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 MacBreak Weekly about the fact that Time Magazine, uh, talking about the top gadgets of 2010, made the Logitech review like number four. And I thought, well, that's nuts. But yeah. but from a forward, you know, because right now at 299, uh, the limited functionality it has because all the networks are blocking and Hulu's blocking. But the potential is great there because it's, it's Android. And so, uh, for instance, I imagine it would be fairly simple for them to say, yeah, we'll just turn on MediaFly because you've got an Android app, and there we are. And I hope that they will do that. I hope that they'll open up in the same way that I hoped Apple would open up its Apple TV to iOS because same thing would happen, right? We would then be on uh, on Apple TV via MediaFly. Right, which they have to, right? I mean, I mean, I think the next, I mean, they've got to release an update to that, that Apple so. TV at some point soon, I would imagine. So both of these, I think, are loaded with potential. Uh, but at this point, Roku is the is the one that's delivering. Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, the, actually, it's, it's fascinating. I mean, so Roku is by far the leader, but um, you know, strong in strong pursuit is Western Digital, which um, I yeah. think is, is, we, is. You know, it's funny. We've been lately. I I poo pooed it, the yeah, WD know, Live right? thing, and now it's gotten so good that I'm starting to pay attention to it again. Yeah, yeah. If you know, if 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 they add that the the kind of app marketplace mm -hmm. ability, mm -hmm. then I think it's it's going to be a really 
um, you know, I think it's going to be a, a second strong player in the market, which I think can only help everybody. I don't think this, this is not a place where, you know, you're having to pick one or the other. I mean, you know, especially with Roku at $59. I mean, it's, it's almost a stocking stuffer at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Carson, I'm curious, are, are most uh, content producers in the same situation as Twit where, um, you know, Android tends to be the leader as far as people watching content or um, is that yeah, sort that of an exception? Yeah, that surprises me. Boy, was I shocked to hear that. Yeah, you know, actually, I was just pulling up. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's typical. What's interesting about us is that is that we have a whole bunch of different properties. So we can look at different apps and, and that trend is pretty consistent across all of our properties. So whether it's Mediafly, which is a, a lot of audio content, Twit, which is a lot of video content, um, you know, the consumption of the media on the Android side is significantly higher than on the iPhone side. Wow. But I, I just read a stat that 42% of all iPhone, or of all data is, is iPhone versus um, and 32% is Android. So. I don't know if we're seeing something that's a little different than huh, interesting. what people are seeing. But is moderation but but town on MediaFly, Amber? Not yet, Leo. I'm <laughs> glad you brought that up. <laughs> My acting debut. You know, Amber's in a new uh, fiction series. Yes, really? a new web series. It's called Moderation Town. It actually, they just released their first episode this week. I know. Um, and I'm in episode four, which is coming out at the end of the month. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, I think it's going to be a, a, a pretty big show. And uh, it was super fun to be involved with it. Although I'm driving people crazy because I'm like, have you seen my acting debut? <laughs> it was one of the most fun things I've ever done. I it was really wait. a good time. But, but, but it yeah, underscores yeah. this trend, which is that people are now bypassing the traditional uh, routes to, to, to create content. And it's really important that we have a platform that makes it possible to distribute this content easily. And that's where Mediafly really, I think, has, is well positioned to sit there you're a middleman, but not a traditional kind of a middleman that's taken, you know, parts of our profit away from us. You're a middleman that makes that's a facilitator. So I, I think that's really important. Yeah, we're we're the middleman that you know that people always hate that term, right? Right. <laughs> who who needs that guy, right? But yeah, I mean, we, we look at ourselves as just kind of how do you um, how do you make sense out of all the the fragmentation? Right. Now I've got to ask you the question everybody wants to know: Windows Phone Seven. Yeah, you know, I mean, we love the platform. Um, our, our, um, we're just waiting to kind of see the uptake a little bit there. And I mean, obviously, we're, um, you know, I believe it's a very, very strong platform. Um, I, I personally like the user experience better than Android. Um, but um, I know I, I'm, I'm maybe in the minority here at the office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Amber, I, want, I wanted to ask you on your, your show, um, yeah. you know, so, so is, it's web-based. Is it also app-based app as well? Uh, no, I mean you can play it on in uh, like on, on different smartphones, but we have no app or anything. So that's why I'm kind of curious because you know we've been doing the show for I guess five years, maybe a little bit longer, and uh, I would love to see it get out on uh, more platforms. Mm. So it might be a good fit to kind of get mm. updated and get into MediaFly and, and use you guys. <laughs> I think if Tom Merritt can have a channel, Amber can have a yeah, channel. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> going to take Tom down. <laughs> hey, speaking yeah. of Tom, we got to get out of here because TNT is coming up. Next. Next. Hey, Carson, great to talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. This was well, a, a fun you. first debut on the, on the Twitch show. We should have had you on long before this because, uh, to be honest, without Mediafly, you know, I think we'd have half the audience we have. And I don't, I don't know if you know this, uh, but we were uh, of the top 100 new podcasts or uh, podcasts of the year 2010 on the iTunes chart. We were 13 of the top 100. Wow. Uh, far and away beyond any network out there. Yeah. And now yeah. I know that's not MediaFly, but I have to say I think that the the, the exposure we've gotten through MediaFly 
just amplifies uh, that. And so thank you very much for uh, helping us succeed. Of course. Really course. appreciate it. Thank you, Carson. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Do you want to turn you. around and turn on that Roku box so we can uh, see it? Kill, yeah, your, ban yeah, kill, kill your bandwidth. Here we go. You ready? Let's see. <laughs> if you haven't yet gone to the channel store on your Roku, go to the channel store. We're one of the top channels in there. You can add it, and then you can watch Twit Live. Oh, there it is. There's, so there's there's the live stream. Um, this is my own version of your Skyposaurus there. On your big on your big screen, and it looks great. Yeah. It's yeah. spectacular. Actually, actually, I was going to turn my... We're actually... It, it looks like a basement, but we're actually not in a basement, though. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> hey, thank you, Carson. Um, all right, thanks, guys. It's great thank to talk you. to you. Carson Conant, Mediafly.com. Right, you if you're looking at the business platform... Uh, there's a link there to the business platform if you'd like to use them to enable your business to do this kind of thing, uh, as Remax and others have done. Really, really great stuff. Hey, before we go on, Amber, to uh, our final video of the week, which is a wild one, uh, I want to talk a little bit about our friends at Ford. We have so many friends who've made this possible, what we're doing here at Twit, and Ford has been really one of our, our great supporters. And, you know, I'm glad because I love... I love my Mustang, and I love my Ford, and I especially love my Ford Sync. I don't know if you have uh, tried a Ford lately. Get in the Ford Lincoln or Mercury vehicle. Just go down to your dealer and say, I'd like to test drive the Sync, and you will be impressed. It is easily the best platform for, you know, all cars are starting to do this. It used to be for a long time, you know, you'd have the radio, and you'd have five buttons, and that would be it. But we all have iPhones and iPods and and Android phones and, 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 and lots of stuff that we bring into the car with lots of content on it. Wouldn't it be nice if you could connect this to the car? Well, you can, and you can do it safely with sync. Keeps your hands on the wheel, your eyes on the road, but you tell your phone what you want. I was doing it just today. I'm listening to Keith Richards' new book, My uh, Life. I said, I pressed the button because I wanted to hear it. I, was, I got in the car, I pressed the button. I said, um, uh, I think I, it goes, boom, I say audio. Boom, sync. Boom, play Keith Richards. Boom. I'm listening to Keith. Actually, it's Johnny Depp reading Keith. Uh, you can, and then I said, oh, I want to hear some Rolling Stones. So I pressed the button again. I said, play the Rolling Stones. Boom, it's playing the Rolling Stones. Play more like that. It's playing similar music. It, you set, set the temperature 74 degrees. It does that. I could say, I, take me home. And it will navigate me by voice to, to home. In fact, if there's tra trouble uh, along the route, traffic problems, it'll reroute me automatically. And it, should the worst happen, something bad, my airbags go off because uh, I got in an accident, it automatically calls 911 and uh, sends them a message and my GPS coordinates. Ford Sync. It's safety. It's convenience. It's just the best darn thing, and I want you to try it. Go to your local Lincoln Ford uh, Mercury dealer and uh, give it a test drive. And I'd like to mention, speaking of test drives, the Ford Focus Global Test Drive. Would you like to go to Madrid? Oh, I got to get the, the picture up here. Hold on a second. I want to show you this. If you go to twitfordfocus.com, it'll take you to a, a Facebook page that lets you create a video. You have now till the end of the year, till December 31st, to create a two-minute or less video. You could earn $10,000 for the charity of your choice and win a trip to Madrid to be one of the first to drive... The new Ford Focus. Instructions are there. Make the video, share the video, get discovered, maybe even be skying your way to Madrid. What a great prize that is. Plus $10,000 uh, going to the charity of your choice. Ford's going to donate a total of half a million in all. TwitFordFocus.com and head over to your Ford Lincoln and Mercury dealer and test drive 
the Ford Sync today. We thank Ford for their support of Net at Night and all of our shows. I don't know how I got there. I'm having problems with my buttons <laughs> on, 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 uh, on Twit. All right, Amber, tell us, uh, let, uh, tell us the video of the week. Sing us out, as it were. Oh, what, what happened to Amber? Oh, there she is. There she is. She's got her eyes on uh, what's happening on YouTube. Now, this is interesting. This is the Metrodome roof collapse. Um, and I think this is in uh, Minnesota, if I'm correct, where there was an NFL game that was scheduled. However, because of all the snow, the actual dome collapsed and Fox News had a camera inside and uh, recorded the collapse. So for people who are listening in, um, although you won't be able to see the picture, uh, you can kind of hear the snow collapsing. And it, you know, for 30 seconds, you can just, you know, feel this, uh, um, this sort of huge moment that's happening within the dome. So it's pretty spectacular, and uh, I think it now has more than a million views on YouTube. Wow, I guess they had a camera in there because they were, there was a Vikings game. Yeah, uh, there was a Vikings up, game, and right? so uh, they had a camera in there, and I'm sure they're pretty happy because uh, <laughs> obviously this is getting tons of attention. Yeah, I'm looking for the video right now. Oh, here it is, here it is. All right, here we go. Snow leaking in the roof, and the roof collapsed. Oh, you can see it leaking in. Look at that. Yeah. You can hear it. Oh, my goodness. Holy cow. Oh, oh boy. Oh, baby. You don't want to be in there. No. And then all the snow comes pouring through. Wow. Sometimes, you know, YouTube is great for music. It's great for entertainment. But sometimes it's great for news. I mean, oh yeah, this is spectacular. Wow. wow. No question the game cannot be played there. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe he has a straight face when he's saying that. No question, the, you know. That is, that is, that is very dramatic uh, video it from, sure from Fox. Amber MacArthur, uh, congratulations on the launch of Moderation Town. We'll look for you in episode four. Yes, in uh, a few more weeks I'll be tweeting about it, and I'm sure I'll talk about and, it on And, and what do you do? Do you, do you scream in horror? You're a, so you play a social media expert, right? Yeah, the trailer is online right now. So if you check out Moderation Town and go to their website, you can see the trailer. Um, I have the very last clip in the tra trailer. So I try to set these people straight and show them that the internet's a friendly place, and um, they don't really believe me. <laughs> see, that's right there in your in your uh, in your book, Power Friending. You explain the whole thing. And I make fun of myself, Leo, in the show. So Do I'm you like, really? everybody has to start power friending. You know, I'm like a, a mini version of Tony Robbins in uh, Shallow Howl. I love it. Uh, go to moderationtown.com uh, if you'd like to watch that show. CommandN.tv is Amber's. How long now? You said you were doing this for five years? You've been doing Command End? a few years, yeah. Wow. And I mean, it's funny to watch the original videos because the quality is just so rotten. <laughs> and then, uh, you Oh, know, it looks good now, though. Better and better, yeah. Oh, it really looks good now. And, of course, you can catch her on Real Live TV on CP24 with Web Nation. And uh, anywhere else? Have I let, uh, AmberMac.com on yeah, Twitter? Yeah, AmberMac on Twitter. So yeah. uh, that's pretty much it. All right. I'm going to watch a little bit of this trailer. Thank you, Amber. Hey, thank you. We'll see you next time on Net at Night. This is trolling. I hope your kittens die of feline AIDS. We need to throw acid on trolls. That's one of the only ways to damage them. Your mother has been uploading this to online dating sites. Last night's chat was hot or real. Look at your supple lady hands. Can they handle this? Some stupid orc named Haterade hacked my goddamn face space! I was able to tweak the algorithm to illuminate any exposed penis. It's amazing. Let me show you. Penis, gone. Yeah, but so is his bald head. Yes, but once you've seen a chocolate fountain, you can't unsee it.
And I'm watching this chunky river of shit every day, Alex. You are a fascist, Bible-beating Nazi! And you're a soulless communist hippie! You have a really messed up view of social media, and I'm gonna fix that. Oh, there she is! <laughs> Thank you, Amber. Hey.